0: Listening to "I Quit My Job," a podcast about songwriting, with your hosts Derek Harrison and Travis Reitzma. I quit my job. I quit my job. I quit my job. I'm free today.
1: Hi, folks. This is Derek Harrison. Today, we're really happy to welcome Dave Dubois to the podcast. He's the frontman, principal songwriter for The Locusts Have No King, one of the easily one of the best bands in Windsor, if you ask, Travis or I. He, they've been around since before I was a part of the scene. I grew up in a little town called Harrow, which is just outside of Windsor. It's a farm town. So it was always kind of connected. It was always the city for me. But, but I, once I started at university there in Windsor is where I really got involved. And that's when I met Travis at that time and a lot of people who remain some of my closest friends to this day. And that's when I started playing out live at places, you know, like, I mean, aside from playing in punk bands, you know, as a teenager in off venues and everything, this is where I started to play, but, you know, places like Fog and the countless number of places that have since closed down, unfortunately, but, and when I started playing in Travis's band. So at that time, at some point during that period, I moved up to uh, Montreal temporarily my first I ended up going back and staying there for four years but my first time up in Montreal I was only there for about six months Uh, and I moved in February for stupidly and just kind of felt you know it took me months to kind of feel connected to that city so I could spend a lot of time at home and one of the sources of uh, nostalgia was Tom from Fog was streaming some live shows and uh, so one of the shows I watched, and it's kind of funny because it, uh, it was actually in Montreal. The first time I ever saw the United Steelworkers of Montreal play was sitting in a shitty apartment in Montreal watching a live stream of them playing at Fog in Windsor, and opening up for them was the Locust Have No King. And I think that was my first time really sitting down and watching them play, too. And like, It all kind of comes full circle in a conversation that Travis and I had with Dave for this podcast, Dave brings up the fact that he's been reading Turn Right, Turn Left, Repeat, which was written by Gern, the front man for the United States Workers of Montreal, who fortunately are no longer together. But it's a book about, you know, he maps out his ideal tour of Canada. It's about his experiences touring as an independent band across the country back and forth for however many years. And it comes up because Dave is talking about how where Windsor sits in the context of the Canadian music scene and, and, and how is it different... How is it part of the greater whole and how is it distinct from the greater whole, which is one of the great subjects Travis and I were excited to talk about once we got our first Windsor guest on the podcast. So we definitely dive into that one pretty deep later in this episode. But we also talk about things like, you know, the state of the music industry and how, you know, whether or not streaming services are kind of devaluing music as a um, commodity worth money, worth paying for in the consumer's eyes. We talk about, uh, touch on, you know, the, the usual subjects, writer's block, you know, folk music, uh, the new record from The Locusts Have No King that they're working on. It's just got it mixed. And we talk about the whole story about how The Locust Have No King got together, you know, starting with when um, Dave first got his job at Tallulah Cafe, which was just opening up in Walkerville. You know i think nine years ago now and how you you know met every mem every current member of the locusts and the way they've become his musical family and like one of the musical families of the city of windsor but before all of that we're going to start off this podcast with a little bit of a fly on the wall confession from me to dave about something that happened to me the night we first properly hung out so i was living up in montreal uh, the Looks Have No King were coming up to play a gig at Grumpy's, and they needed a place to crash, and I offered up my place. Um, so there was six of them, and they were splayed out all over my apartment. There was... Paul, the bassist, was, was sleeping on a mattress in the hallway that was wider than the width of the hallway, so it was like leaning up against the sides of the hall. And I did something that night that was deeply embarrassing, but thankfully went unnoticed, and was unknown until now until I told Dave so we're gonna go to that conversation right now so that was grumpies you played right that night yeah yeah we played grumpies and uh... so I woke up then I don't really know what I remember we all just shared a cab or something. I don't. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but I remember waking up the next morning to a pile of puke in my bed. <laughs> like I had vomited in my sleep. Which oh, good. Is, I thought. I thought maybe Tara went. No, no, like, no. I vo- was. I thought it was, <laughs> Tara went puked in your bed, and you were like, oh. No, it was like a stream from where I was sitting into the, onto the floor next to my bed. And I'm like, that's so scary. Because I, if I was laying the wrong way, it could have been really dangerous. Because I didn't yeah. wake up when I did it. Um, so I wrapped up... Okay, so I'm on one end of the house, my room, and the laundry room is the opposite end. And, and there's like nine people sleeping between me and the laundry room. So I wrapped up all the puke in a blanket. Everybody else was still asleep. And I walked over Paul, because he's sleeping in the hall. I walked over Paul all the way to the laundry room. I was so embarrassed. I went to the laundry room and stuck my... Blankets in there, and and no one ever knew it could have been worked until, <laughs> until now. <laughs> until now, now no, that's and the whole you have, world. You have does. editing power. That so. is, that is
2: no, that is an epic. I, <laughs> I'm not a puker, so like it's like it doesn't happen to me often. But yeah, it's it, what was the train spotting thing where you shit the bed and well, like, <laughs> imagine somebody woke up, somebody's like, oh, let me help you with that, man. <laughs> no, but as soon as you said it, I I literally thought you were like confronting me about. Dude, one of your bad one of you guys puked in my bed. I knew it. Yeah. No, that it was, was all me. That was the trip I realized. We were like an oil spill. Yeah. We were like we just we'd go to where people would let us stay and it was and just, just like, like There's
1: too many of you. There's, well and
2: yeah, and we're just large people and yeah. we just No, I had a great time with it. That was, oh. that was great. That's, i
1: didn't really even know you then i was just like. no
2: and it was so, it was so i was new i to, was
1: so grateful That's oh like right gosh. after i moved to montreal and i was, it was like, so yeah. generous that was in that that
0: apartment that we were in right when Which we one? went when we went on the tour it was the one uh nope. no it was a nope. different one it
1: was the second one the oh, one okay. I, me and joe had yeah. together yeah. yeah on uh saint hubert oh yeah yeah we walked to that great breakfast joint too <laughs> that was a good morning oh because yeah. tara had her what's what's his name Jonathan was are they with still us. together? Yeah, no, no, no they met no, okay. up. Yeah, um, yeah. Jonathan was there too, and he's a large man, so he's there was six very, of you. Yeah, oh yeah, six of you. <laughs> I remember the next morning he was telling me about the Glasgow shower. You know? <laughs> just go to a sink, pits, yeah. face, balls. There you, you know? go. <laughs> he's good to go. Yeah. So, no. uh, so you played last
0: night. The Locust. Last
2: night, Locusts Have No game. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Walkerville Theater. Oh, man, it's beautiful. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. It was good. It was one of those things. I was driving back, you know, trying to get there for like ten, mm-hmm. and just driving up. Looking for parking and just seeing groups of people just walking towards, and you're like, you could tell, like, they're wearing the uniform. They're like, (laughs) you're totally going to the show, man. This is great. The the alt country uniform. The the local music (laughs) band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. even just that. Like, you know, like when you go to like Royal Oak for a show and you can just see like the lineup of people. You are going, yeah. So, yeah, and it was just, it was great. And playing the best thing happened to me last night. This is so far like the, the best thing that's happened. In your life? Well, no, not in my life, but just <laughs> I guess music, like music. Oh, related, hey, you yeah. know, I'm I'm playing music live. Uh, a guy asked me for the set list. Oh, uh, no after way. the freaking thing, he goes, man, that's so good. He's like, I saw you guys at Fogfest two years ago. I'm from Detroit, and mm. uh, I came here, and and he was front and center the whole time, and mm. uh, yeah, after the show, he called he called me down, and I was like, oh, that, you know. He's like. Yeah, you have a set list and I'm, I'm, a, I collect set lists. Yeah, yeah. I like, go like your own. I love that. Of, I love no, that too. Of, yeah, like, we'll I'll yeah. go to like, uh, I got a bunch of the Avid Brothers. Yeah. Like, from, yeah. I got, I got set lists from the sound guy with all his doodles and oh, stuff that's like cool. that oh, like that's i just cool. there's I like something that. about it like because the, the concert happened so fast i love having that reference of like oh oh yeah that was that was cool mm. and you're reading the list and you're like
1: oh, i remember you know yeah like, was, from that song into this song yeah. was so perfect or, or going
2: <laughs> wow they played that one i don't remember yeah <laughs> <that,"> you know <laughs> but yeah and i was that's just kind of cool. like that was that. really cool that was one of the that was that was what the night was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Stone sounded amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was there CD release for no, it? Right? Yeah. 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 Everybody was, was there. Like, I was up in mm-hmm. Windsor that night. And that it was, was a limited, yeah. They did like a limited CD release. So it was like, mm-hmm. here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like offline or something. Mm-hmm. So okay. until like it's
1: available all around. Until it like, around becomes made until made international. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Mm hmm. So what's uh, what's happening with that with with you guys then? Locus Have No Kings. Locus Have No Kings. What's King. new? We just finished mixing.
2: Oh yes, we I didn't just know finished this. mixing. Yeah yeah, we got 13 tracks. Oh fantastic. Uh we're, we recorded with Adam Michael Chuck mm. at uh, at his studio, and that was quite some time ago, embarrassingly long ago. That you recorded. Yeah. yeah yeah, it was like one of those we we went in to go work. We were like. Fuck it, we've been doing these songs for so long, we can go and bang them out live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went in with that intention, and of course, one thing leads things to another. Things change. Yeah, and yeah, then it's like, change. okay, cool, we'll just do one more visit. And yeah. then it's like, no, you can't. And then you're like, <laughs> oh,
1: this is a full production record we're in. For. Totally, <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, everything, uh, all instrumentation is live off the floor. Nice. No overdubs? And uh, we did a few overdubs, you know, just But to, like the core band is all live. But off the floor. core mm-hmm. band's all live, and uh, yeah, that's a very happy thing for me and uh so yeah and then we just uh we mixed it with brad uh brad shit, you can edit that one <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brett, brett we, uh, we were uh brett humber mixed the album sound yeah. foundry yeah yeah, yeah. It's sound foundry yeah. and uh that was a good one too <laughs> that was a good one too because listening to rough mixes and you know you you know you're listening for the quality of it like or the the performance exactly yeah and you lose that quality of sound and he opened it up to like because we've recorded these songs we've done pre-production we've done live recordings of them you know we've Mm -hmm. listened to them like crazy Mm -hmm. but uh to hear the fully produced and like just to oh yeah the toms need to be right Mm -hmm. oh so good so yeah it breathed new life into those songs for me so the mix is
1: finished now mix is finished now who's mastering it
2: uh lee's gonna do it lee lee walls oh uh, okay our guitar yeah. player yeah awesome yeah because
1: he's got his own little studio
2: set up too he's right? got his own studio set up too yeah and uh name but uh <laughs> <laughs> the uh so yeah he's gonna do that and then it's i guess figure out what we're gonna do as far as manufacturing it mm-hmm. right yeah. um the album is called "We Move at Dawn," mm-hmm. and yeah, it's so thirteen
1: tracks. Thirteen tracks. And are these all these? These are all the tracks. You've been like we've been playing on these, lines, Yeah, we we've, yeah. we've
2: been touring away on these ones because we yeah. we were at the like it's 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 all financial, you know. Oh, we're, of course. Mm-hmm. We uh, so hard. If I could only figure out how to write a grant application, <laughs> no, right. I would probably just not get it anyway. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like okay, let's go play hundred shows then
1: and make mm-hmm. some money and then you do, you know you just keep writing them. Right? oh know, yeah absolutely thing. There's <laughs> and that's another thing you too. gotta it's, do umpteen before you ever get
0: one I don't I don't feel um, have you been writing the whole time or did you find there was sort of like a need to get these ones out before you could really start writing more for oh, the, at you least you for have locust. I got the next album. It's the next ready, album ready, is ready? done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we have the next <laughs> album.
1: And what about? I know you do solo gigs as well. Do you? Is there I, like a separate repertoire for that? No, yeah? I wish. Yeah, no, I'm trying. At this point, like I said, um,
2: I do have the next album written. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's about nine nine songs. Features mm-hmm. our first epic seven-minute song oh, we, we, we have trouble breaking the two-minute point and we're just like and then if let's do one this. of them just yeah, pff, happens. yeah. <laughs> well you, you told
0: me before that uh, the way you tend to write songs is more in a in a sort of down sort of folk uh lower tempo acoustic guitar thing and then you bring them to the band and then that's where they become these sort of like more, higher like more energy rockabilly,
2: almost type thing, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I i tend to write slower just because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like you're just in your head and you're yeah. going, la, Yeah, la, la, la. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh, yeah, or you're just like spent the last two days listening to Tom Waits and you're like, Yeah, I'm I'll gonna write slow and gritty. And <laughs> I need to, you know, <laughs> but then, yeah, we always joke, like, there's always a point in the um creation of the song where. This fictitious buddy Holly or uh, Big Bopper comes comes <laughs> bursting into the doorway and he's like, Hey fellas, how about you try that again? But this time why don't you do it a little more like, oh, 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 oh. And, and every, we do it, we do it, and we do every to time. joke around too. We go, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's shive it up and it. then it's like that was that good was energy. Good. <laughs> that's
1: happened to me a few times. Yeah. If like when I was playing with my brother, I was playing drums for some of my music and uh he'd be like he just because he's like a rock guy and i'm like a folky and, and then he'll just like let's just rah, do your song like this and uh, and then i'm like yes that was great for and forever and now that's how the song goes yeah <laughs> and then and then
2: that's where the dependency on the band comes yeah exactly. you know like and right. and i've i've lost songs that i can't i can't do a couple songs by myself mm-hmm. just due to the fact like you know like there's some of them eat.
1: that like need the band now
2: you can't yeah. go back and then when you're also like in between. You figure out these cool little bits. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, do that twice, and then we'll do it three times the next time. You know, and it's just like it just doesn't just to throw people off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're totally paying attention. <laughs>
1: yeah, so so you come in with like these stripped down songs, and the band writes the yeah. arrangements as a group.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a strong. Another reason I think that why it tends to get a little heavier as well is I'm not. Proficient guitar player, mm-hmm. I, you know I'm a strummer. I'm mm-hmm. I'm uh, I don't know any cool finger strummings. Like I bet you if I could nail a, a, a finger strumming thing, I'd be like, oh, okay, it's good. You know, I, mean, you yeah. know, I don't need the yeah. band. You know, I don't need yeah, the band. Team, like it's all yeah. good. But I, I just I if I try to start like that, I, I don't <laughs> know what it is. There's something that just doesn't allow me to.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think you and I are I, I, cost... I think you and I ever are very similar like that. Yeah. Like, we've talked about that before. Yeah. 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 You do the, all the finger stuff I, I'm getting better at it, but you, I still I still think that'm I'm, I'm limited and and one of the reasons I wanted to seek a band out was because I'm like, oh well, I can all the things <laughs> I'm hearing in my head I can do with the band. I the can't band. do I it can on make my other own. people do them for me. Yeah, exactly. I get more <laughs> talented musicians to do it
2: yeah, for me yeah, <laughs> yeah the um, well, and I don't have the patience to learn. St- to learn stuff I don't yeah, to say, it's a, terrible to say but it's like no
1: but I mean you have your priorities like you're most, you're, you're writing songs you're singing and like you're working and that's yeah. that's enough you don't necessarily
2: yeah I know I mean I'm sure I'm picking up a few things right. I guess but it's just like I, I don't um, I'll try to start something like banjo right I'm like okay I'm gonna learn to play the <laughs> banjo and I'm gonna learn I'm gonna start right from the basics forget what I know about playing a stringed instrument fuck it so I start the first lesson yeah. and you know mm-hmm. and you're like ding 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 just ding. like the ultra. And then you're like wait, that's an E minor? Oh, you know songs an E minor. Oh, let me try that. <laughs> and then you're like yeah, and then you just start strumming a banjo. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's like whatever.
0: I think you captured my mandolin learning experience it's pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty perfectly right there. So I have a
1: question uh, when you decided that you weren't that the banjo just wasn't going to happen, was that also when you shaved the beard off? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no. I, the banjo is just a logistical Thing. I just yeah. didn't uh, again, it's my laziness of trying to solve problems. It's like <laughs> you'd go to shows and it'd be feeding back and you just oh, couldn't yeah. find the tone. They're brutal and it's just for like that. and that's the thing, it's it's a tricky instrument to bring out mm-hmm. in yeah. front of people. Like unless you're a prodigy and you wail on it, you know, it's like it's, it better sound good. <laughs> yeah, so if exactly. you come out and you're not and, and like you're crap. not strumming and fucking picking like crazy. It better sound really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. So it was, and and you know, and and the band's loud. You know, we were we were really kicking a, uh, really playing a lot louder. Mm -hmm. You know, at that point, Joey was playing with us, and uh, he added a bounce.
1: Joey's Mm -hmm. not playing with you anymore. Oh no,
2: no, Joey is. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Joey.
1: So the lineup's been really stable for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Since you
2: added Terra, right? Yeah, yeah. uh, No, Joey was the last one. Oh, okay. Joey
1: How long ago was that? That, that was been... pre Montreal. This was like at least five years. Totally, ago. Totally, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, I want to say like 2009. A band for, mm-hmm. for a group of people to be playing together that long is so rare. Oh, I know. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I had a good conversation with somebody too. I said, I said, oh, you know, band practice is getting really tough, man. Like we don't see each other very often, so mm. when we all get together in you the room, we just want to hang out. We just want to hang out and talk yeah. and like we <laughs> laugh and we get so distracted. And my buddy's like dude, I've been in bands where I can't even fucking look at the person <laughs> that's across the room. He's like, you're, you're sitting there like... You're complaining about the fact that you love your band. <laughs> You've yeah, got it yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's it, it's totally that. And I think it's weird. It's weird what it's grown into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's straight like we, we we always toss around like you know the family you mm-hmm. know the all in the family you know we we, we really like to do shows like that and yeah with years
1: know. of earnest and years of basically like the Ter- band Watts is now project it the band is like a house band now it's like a, we have
2: yeah we we have family gatherings you, we, we yeah. do we, we do you just, to, you just have,
1: change the front man sometimes you know, it's it's, yeah or yeah, throw exactly. Andrew front, in there. yeah. it's a yeah. different band yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ter- throw, get Tara Watson yeah exactly yeah
2: and that's been fun. I've been playing bass with Tara. And basically, like, I mean, I haven't written guys in a long time. So it's, it's been about a year. that mm-hmm. I, I cannot even like a simple little ditty. Really? Like, yeah. 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 I looked, I, I know what the last song I wrote is. And I looked at a post from last April, like a, a YouTube video of that song. And it was mm-hmm. like posted a year ago. And I was like, and well, that I was don't. the last song I wrote. It's like,
1: oh, and that's shitty, right? That's a shitty. Feeling. That's a shitty yeah.
2: feeling, but I mean,
1: whatever you and do. Other things, go through, everybody goes through it, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: and I didn't, I didn't bum out. I, but in response to it, I started playing bass with Tara. You know, like and then you're learn focusing her song, your musical you know? energy in a different way. Absolutely, right? because, and and I was getting so much out of it. Yeah. You know, like learning those tunes and like getting together with other like, uh, Damien Zakour mm-hmm. plays drums on that scotty hughes being mm-hmm. able to play with okay. him you know it's it's really cool so it was like that and now i'm playing bass with middle sister
1: Yep. oh really yeah that's right yeah. oh yeah. you know what i saw like a promo shot mm-hmm. of middle sister and i'm like that's dave <laughs> yeah.
2: what is he doing there yeah i'm definitely not uh, prolific like i i have a list of every song i've written mm-hmm. yeah so me it's too. like yeah and it's <laughs> it's it's decent i'm happy good oh, to well, go as long as, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, not going back on the four-track tapes and like you know <laughs> right, right, right. all the old theory of everything. But what about stuff.
1: the uh, like? I know you you're talking about how your musical energies are focused in a different way now. So it kind of you yeah. still have that outlet. But what about lyrically? Like, th- don't you still need to kind of get words out? Sometimes? Oh, I have
2: sketchbooks. I totally have. Uh, sketch- yeah, like right. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's to say the that to say yeah. that I'm not writing is a yeah. lie. Sorry, I just from my writing haven't accomplished. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean. No, the, that's fine. the end product so I, yeah it's not always about the end product no right? exactly yeah. and and i do that and i mean i do a lot of like i just like fucking collage work mm. and stuff and i like playing around with words with that and then uh i also uh i'm putting together and finalizing it's called mantis prayer mm. and it's basically like Compositional sound collaging is what I call it. Ooh, I like
1: that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: it's it's. I've been doing it ever since. Like you know, I mean, one of the reasons I got into playing in bands, I bought a you know a, a Fostech four track recorder. Yeah, and it was cool, and it was like sooner sooner or later you'd run out of songs to do with your buddies, and you'd just be like, you just start doing weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) dude, that is. <laughs> oh yeah, man. So put a, put a delay
1: on that? and just, Totally,
2: oh. yeah. Like we, we we grabbed the we grabbed the we would grab the four track and we would like stick it in uh power it with a cigarette lighter in the car. Yeah. And we'd tape a, a the microphone and we would drive around for hours. And then we see? would just keep bouncing and flipping it over like so you'd yeah. do one track yeah. and then you'd flip it over so there'd be backwards track. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we'd be like, yeah, all right, man, we got yes. the slick. This is the forward track where it's all clean, and we just, like, you know, and then when we, the
1: backwards track is where we do all, like, the fuck, and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, I did all kinds of weird stuff like that, just playing, I had a recorder at home, and it just got really weird, and uh, one thing I remember doing is, like, I recorded, so there was, like, a light snowfall, Mm -hmm. and I opened the window, and I stuck a mic, and I recorded it four times, and, uh yeah it was four times and like i boosted like the bass on one the mid on another and the treble on a and, I, and then i just played them all at the same time and it just sounded like a massive snowstorm and i'm like i'm a genius <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i just layered the thing four I'm times i'm gonna be rich <laughs> <laughs> and i must be the first guy who's ever done that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think,
0: I think i did a soundscape project in one of my university classes my undergrad classes mm. like sound and design or something with garth rennie at the university and and yeah, it was the same kind of thing. Like we would get these like field recorders, these like big, huge microphones, which were actually like yeah. really awesome so pieces good. of equipment. Oh yeah, my gosh! And they would pick up every little sound as you were going around. So you know, nice. being the the staunch anti capitalist that I am, I'd yeah. walk around the mall and get the sounds of the the rat Cap- capitalism. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Listen to these sheeple, you know? <laughs> sheeple, <God.
1: laughs> my least favorite words.
2: <laughs> yeah. The. Um... Yeah. This and. The stuff that I'm releasing on it is kind of a drag too because it's, it's really desperate because at the time I recorded all the tracks that I have for this and they were like, good. I worked on them really tight and I just, all I did was make a quick rough mix so I could listen to them on my iPod, mm-hmm. go out for a week or two computer crashes oh. yeah take it in they go we got to give you a new one i'd never had you know i didn't back up no any backup. Of my shit yeah. none of that it was like so i went online and i downloaded a trial version of a ipod like you have to get a program to get stuff off your ipod yeah. so like That's i ended up going works, right? yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like it's like there's a trial for like 15 days or 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 a thousand songs. So I went and I like got all the Erica's songs that she likes. So I was like, okay, make sure those are covered. And then I had some locust pre-production mixes and like totally rough, like just so you can listen to on the car. But, um, that's what I have now. I just have these MP3s, yeah. but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Like yeah. there's nothing like, I don't know. There's, it, it, it'll sound good. I don't have anything on me, yeah, but no, I know I'm, it's I'm, I'm really happy with it. Like I don't like sound quality doesn't matter at this point. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um, I know what it's like to have like a thing that you've mixed and done, and like you're like I couldn't do that again. Like yeah. I could if that disappeared, I wouldn't be able to go and just recreate it. I know because mm-hmm. it is Ex- exactly. And, and it happened to me exactly. once. I recorded a song. Um, it, it's called Empty Heart, and uh, I recorded it all in my basement in this apartment in Montreal. And I did it, you know. I had this weird delays and effects on the guitar that I didn't even know how I produced. And I was so, and I spent like a whole day out. I was like hours mixing of this thing because I was so like in the zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I go upstairs and I'm I'm listening back to it and I spill a beer on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and it di- and it's gone. Uh, and and, you- and I call my dad because my dad works in computers. And I'm like, what do I do? And he says, "Get a screwdriver, take the thing apart, wipe every piece down, put it back together." Yeah. And I did, and it was fine. Ugh. But like for that the whole file is No, it be. was fine. Oh, okay. It survived. <laughs> but it was like And it was the very night I finished making it that I spilled wow. so <laughs> stupid That's the fucking word. Yeah. Google and, uh, Drive, man and I was Google Drive s- yeah. terrified.
2: I still <laughs> I terrified I still don't have no sort of time machine yeah. set up on my you know I have <laughs> I have the hard drives all right there I just haven't yeah. I seriously haven't even op- touched that time machine you know? no, no, <laughs> but like, apparently uh, if I touch it and do this setup it'll be like two seconds and I'll it have just no updates every time up. yeah. you boot yep.
1: up or something like that yeah
2: yep. all that simple but I'm like whatever. I got all my music on this one. Mm -hmm. Mm. I have a different way of organizing my shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's called. It's all on this black box. (laughs) I can take it to a Mac. I can take it to a PC. I can take it. You know, doesn't matter. This is all the things that matter to me
1: in digital world. Yeah. Yeah, I've always kind of like everything's now backed up, but the problem is every time I get a new computer now. Mm. Uh, it's like immediately the storage is full, like because yeah, I just yeah. move all my moving everything to the new over one, and then I'm like I have no space left. <laughs> <laughs> well, the will I, I keep pretty. too many things. I need to learn how to get rid of stuff. Oh so yeah, I I'm know. good at getting rid of physical items. Yeah, that's fine. Digital <laughs> items, it's like they don't take up any space really technically. Yeah, what is not that? in the real world? There is digital? It's just in it's the all, air. It's all in around. Silicon Valley. There's Silicon yeah. Valley, yeah. That's, <laughs> it's,
0: just don't even worry about it. It's all out there somewhere. And that's how, like... That's <laughs> how it'll, how be, it'll be under the sea soon, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Fuck. That's That's how I feel about, you know, like physical CDs and records and stuff. Like, Ben, you know, I don't want a digital download because I don't feel like it's a real thing. Yeah, And you, don't, not, you don't attach God. the same value to it. And as a result, I don't end up listening to it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a physical thing, even if I'm going to just listen to it digitally anyway. Yeah. yeah. You still need to have Having it. the physical item makes me just have a higher, a bigger relationship with the product. Well, mm. you
2: intera- you're literally interacting with it. Yeah. You are touching it. Yeah. Well, what do you think about um, the concept lately is, is uh, people are moving to the point where it's not about paying money to own something. It's about paying money to have access to something. Mm-hmm. you know all these streaming sites that right. are out there title title just started their their trial runs title's a, yeah. a joke though. uh well yeah netflix is, <laughs> it sounds pretty good man netflix yeah. is
1: good but title is just spotify sure artists don't make any more money except, oh yeah. no no, except no the owner it, i'm not saying the system's yeah. right okay
2: i don't think sorry i, I just mean <laughs> the, I,
0: I don't like what do you like what do you think I, of the, the idea su-
2: the service itself is oh pretty, the like as a consumer, yes, it's a yeah. good thing. I, I don't know. Like I said, behind yeah, the scene, yeah. it's it's still indus- <laughs> It's the industry grasping at fucking trying to, trying trying to, to have something. Going. But you know, uh, worst commercial ever. Oh, God, <laughs> that title. I didn't even. I didn't even hear. Oh no! I couldn't even hear it. I just it was showed up in my in my Facebook yeah. feed, and I just and it was I was reading something underneath about my friend's kid who, uh, you know... He <laughs> and was, it started he was playing automatically. <laughs> playing automatically. It, and it's playing automatically, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Is, is this We Are The... W- are they doing We Are The World? <laughs> like, what's if, oh, yeah. on, that would have impressed me even more. Get all those yeah. boneheads in the room and then fucking do We Are The World. That... Because it looks so... Oh,
1: oh I'm it's... Blake
2: Shelton. I'm hugging Daft Punk. Oh. And oh. So here we are.
1: They're all so <laughs> proud that they invented something that already exists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I mean, as a concept, like, you know, is is that like as a consumer uh, mm-hmm. to pay for access rather than to
0: to actually own to the actually thing. own it? That's very yeah. strange. Well, it's weird because I I, 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 use, I do use spot it. I do use Spotify, but like mm-hmm. I use it as a way to figure out what I like. Mm. You know, you it's like it. oh, I like that Absolutely. I like that artist, I like that album, and then I'll go and buy it. Sure. But like that's not the way most people do it. And to be honest, I there's a lot of things I have on Spotify that because of
1: financial constraints i probably yeah, won't then, go out and buy oh, you know yeah, so yeah but i still well, want I mean, them i, still I want, want to hear them i would just like to see the model change so that like people Your are fairly are more yeah paid for that like just the listenership alone you know is because of the artist mm-hmm. mm-hmm. however do you think
2: many val- do you think there's value lost in some of these art things because especially now like they're like at least for us, we remember having to rent a movie or, yeah. or having to wait till it comes on TV and, yeah. this, and, the, and the network sponsors paid for the production of it or whatever. But like, yeah. the accessibility to illegal downloads...
1: Oh, value loss, mm-hmm. yes. It's, my answer is yes, there uh, is.
2: You know, my, my nephew thinks nothing... is worth money. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't even... My, my brother-in-law's like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden I had like 250 gigs... The stuff that he downloaded. I'm like 250. God, <laughs> I'm doing the math on that. I'm like, that's a lot of shit, man. Like, <laughs>
1: it's a lot of stolen goods.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no. And by nephew, I meant somebody else that I know, not my nephew, Neil Dylan. I. Well,
0: and this is and this is what uh nep- Netflix and
2: Spotify. IP, they IP address five six two. 6, <laughs>
1: No, no. Yeah. So they're they're in the process of seeking a model that works. But I think you're onto something there when you say that it's a value loss thing. It's not about that. There's going to be a new paradigm. There's going to be a new model that works. Absolutely. It's that the consumer is now not willing to pay fairly for what they're consuming.
2: Mm -hmm. It's so fucking weird.
1: And we're a cultural shift.
2: and, And yeah, it is totally. And I've and I said that the other day. Like I see these record companies and. What do we think of record com- Everybody goes, oh, record companies are fucking shifty motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're out for a fucking deal, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess they are, right? Probably, yeah. Oh, well, like any other are.
1: businesses. Yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely. Okay. So that model seems to be crashing because they don't seem to be making money. So they're like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Trying to get in on that fucking... It feels like... okay. Would you rather get in on something that's about to die or <laughs> be in on the ground level of the next of the thing? Next thing. Yeah. But what's the next thing? That's, well, that's, that's, and that's and I mean, like, the other side of the
0: coin is people saying, are saying people aren't willing to pay fairly for 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 content. I think that to a degree that is true. People sort of don't see the value in that, in that artistic uh, creation anymore. At the same time, you know, if when you're cutting out the sort of profiteering middle person, a.k.a. the record company, is there an opportunity there to have to sort of have that direct consumer well, to a good, artist, a good example of that relationship
1: is, is Louis C.K.'s new business model. Yeah, exactly. That's actually what I was. Exactly he just what I was thinking sells of. his DVDs for five dollars a piece on his website. Now. There you go. Yeah. he doesn't have. He doesn't go through distribution. He doesn't do any of Does that. Does everything himself. Yep. And uh, and I bet he's making more money than he ever did before. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And fans are w- more willing to pay because it's cheaper. And yeah. they know it's going directly to the artist,
0: or like these uh, Kickstarter campaigns are another thing, right? I mean, bands are able to fund entire albums and tours on on starting up a Kickstarter campaign. It's a direct, direct sort fan of to cons- fan to to artist yeah, relationship yeah. that's much more. Right. To me, it seems like even though it's this digital sort of weird, it inhabits this weird, almost non-existent space. It seems
1: more organic in some totally. in some real oh, way, yeah. Because yeah, it's very, it's so democratic. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's like you're either you either have fans or you don't, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's how that. It directly affects whether you get paid. Yeah, yeah. and I—it's so—it's such like an immediate feedback system yeah. that I mm-hmm. love. It's a new new form of validation. Yeah, and it's done done great things for like the video game industry and for yeah. for mm-hmm. book publishing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, so what are there's you? There's two find- sides
0: of that anyway. It's like it's it's very it just it can go. It seems like it can oh go no, absolutely way, like sure. yeah
2: no yeah it's yeah. just I that was I, you know you see those things and like it's not the idea of you know like because even. Growing up, it was like, oh yeah, man, gotta get a label deal, and that's it—you're
0: set for life. we mm-hmm. are good to go. Now you get it's a label like, deal if, you, if they even exist anymore, it's, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it so means it's nothing like, realistically. So yeah, <laughs> then it's just like you know, you cut it back
2: down, like you said, it's pure person to person, and mm-hmm. and I think it's funny because it really opens up a dialogue between the artist and the and the
1: yeah, you have a more real relationship that way yeah.
2: with your fans. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I just think people need to lower the expectation, you know,
1: or like, <laughs>
2: not not lower the expect. sorry, like, you... you um,
1: well, now I want to hear just, about expectations. Well, no, sorry, <laughs> no, I want to like, hear about well, no, what like the Locusts Have No this, King... Well,
2: this no, ro- like, the, just this rock and roll fantasy, like, this is, you know, they've written that's, about rock and roll for so long, Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was and the time it's, and the it's place, just thing. like, it's... Uh, that was an era. There we go, and that's it just doesn't seem real anymore and when mm-hmm. I see people clinging on to that it's like
1: yeah what's gonna what do you it's expect it's
2: weird you know but I it's just a different era like you said
1: yeah. I mean like that was a was thing a... that was a real thing for a long time yeah but mm-hmm. it just does it just isn't anymore You know. yeah
0: like, and I mean you know it speaks to like more mu- there are I would say there are a lot more musicians that are sort of Making a go of it now, it's that so easier to, be, to get into music because yeah. it
1: costs less money. Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: anyone who has a laptop can, and a, you know, a decent microphone that costs a hundred bucks can make and a Wi Fi connection to upload their songs. Yeah, so exactly. A, can can make an album that sounds as good as anything a record company's going to put out. You know, so well, that's it. Yeah, evens the playing field a little
1: bit, as it were. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a crowded market, and there's not the, just not that much money in it. So there's more people trying to make money and less money to go around. I just mm.
2: yeah, it's just never. I've never even sent my shit to labels, or... Yeah. I don't even know a fucking label.
1: Do you do uh, college radio stations? Do you send... Have you sent the records out across the country to that No sort of thing? No, Why not? I suck, because I suck. Well, you can put one of your <laughs> because, band members because, to work. Well, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, always,
2: it's, always, it's always, you know what the next album is. That's when we'll do it right. Oh, so we, I,
1: I do that, too.
2: With this, I do with that this, all yeah, the time. It was I, like, you know what, this one's fine. Yeah, it's good, man. We got it. It's... Fine. Yeah, it's like it's like merch. We probably, just... we probably last night could have sold a shit ton of merch. Yeah. Guess who didn't fucking put CDs? Who didn't take two piles of fucking CDs? You didn't
1: bring CDs to no, your no, show.
2: I was wearing a bag with my CDs in them the whole fucking <laughs> night. I just I just didn't go and go.
1: So what, what you saying? Okay, These are 10 so bucks a piece. As soon as this episode goes live, Murad's going to hear it and he's going to give you shit. Good. He's going to be like, "What is good. wrong with you, David?" I need I
2: need my ass kicked, man. Murad's I'm, good at that. He's going to
1: say like, "It's absolutely. not that hard." No, yeah. I,
2: that's it. I see how little effort it takes.
0: Yeah, but like I think I'm the same way. I'm a terrible salesman. You know? That's why you have a band, though. There's got to be one of those guys. You that put can...
1: somebody to work every night. Yeah. Well, I mean, he my, is, you know, Lee works in sales. So yeah, I was
0: gonna say Lee must. God, Lee must know. have to, yeah. yes.
1: I've him noticed, him do that. I've already noticed. I've already noticed a change. I've only been working in sales since December, and now I've already noticed a change. Yeah, in mm-hmm. my own.
2: I just, yeah, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. There's just something stupid and crippling about the way I do things. <laughs> yeah, you know, SoCan. I got, I got like two songs registered with them. <laughs>
1: Uh, t- d- you shouldn't say that Now people are going to be like Oh I can just play his songs i am registered <laughs> them with Socan Before he does We'll cut that out That's alright they don't, they, don't, they don't know my songs Nobody knows your They songs. don't know my songs <laughs> um, So the new record Did you find it was uh, it just, it, Like in the money thing It's like What is the goal With the Locusts Have No King What's What's End result Realistically Like what do you think Is going to happen
2: well, realistically, I mean, I think we're all in a in a good place, and I mean, and I mean, a, but I know
1: you don't really tour that often. No, and that's
2: that's what I mean. Like, I think we found this balance of yeah of life,
1: and and that's all you want, right? That's
2: it, that's and it's need. totally it's totally zen. Like, that's like, it's it's strange to be in the right place, but
1: it's cool. Yeah, I don't know what that's like.
2: <laughs> no, and, and it's, it's, it's strange, and maybe that's why I haven't, like, written for a Cause while. Because you don't have any
1: strife in your life. Oh well, yeah, we well, that's strife. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, no, I mean, as far as, yeah, like, we're not going to drop it all. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to be like, all That's right, not going to happen. We're not going to drop it all and, and go across Canada 15 times. Nice. Yeah. But you know? would
1: you do something like what sees What Shores is doing right now? That'd be awesome. It'd be like, yeah, we'd be to
2: totally Japan. be up for you know what I mean. Like it, it's it's about events and it's about yeah. it's mm-hmm. about happenings. It's about
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Well, like that. And for
0: the record, they, they're traveling. Uh, they're they're touring right now in Taiwan and Japan. Right. That's they
2: are calling Caleb. Uh, what yeah. seas, what shores? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I am so cool. jealous.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't fallen Oh, there you go. Instagram. That's a, that's the next that's the next thing for
1: Locust. That's what I said. No, I said to Colin. I said, <laughs> it hey, is. "Man, do do some middle sister shit." Yeah, there you, you know, go. I'll go to Japan if if you've been listening to or if you've been releasing music for as long as Locusts have, mm-hmm. somebody in Southeast Asia owns that music. Right? Oh yeah. It, I'd like it's, to think that. Oh, it's it's true. Every for time sure. I every time a band goes there and I know I've known a lot that have done it. They find fans that they will, oh. What? You know what? They, they always run into people. <laughs> like, did you guys not tear up uh, at Caleb's post? With the post with the old yeah, man. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Who yeah. has is, the shirt has on. Has their
2: shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. I was like, yes. I, I read that post and but, I said to I said to Erica, I said, just read this and look at this picture. <laughs> and like to see the it's guy. I, and the best part was is I liked it and I was looking at like all the other people that liked the, the thing and you know, you see all the, the Japanese yeah. wor- wording mm-hmm. like for all these characters. people, oh, characters, characters. characters yeah. Yeah. there, and then all of a sudden you'd see, like, Derek Faruja, you know, Charlie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Travis Rietzma likes this, and it's like, this guy's across the country, and he's and posting these connecting. things, and we're going, cool. yeah, And he's probably like, who the that F, F- who are, are that? these guys? <laughs> yeah, man. Weird American characters. Click on you, be like, whoa, that's weird. Because, yeah, when I went, Cause he posted it, so I was like, boom! I went to his little profile, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I was mm-hmm. like checking him out. I'm like, this guy likes what
0: sees what shores. You know, yeah, it's, he it's knows. interesting too. It seems like there's there's just a different relationship to music over there, like especially in sort of that the East Asian uh, market. It just yeah. it seems like they're, they're like both live music and just acquiring music. Mm. There seems to be maybe more of an appetite for finding new material. Yeah. I don't like it. Just seems that because otherwise, how does how does that happen? I mean, what, you shows, have to what be shores is not marketing. Looking. Looking yeah. for something mm-hmm. interesting, exactly. Because what she's what she's what shores is not going to market in Taiwan or Japan, oh, you yeah. know,
1: like it just happens that way, yeah. Somebody yeah. just stumbled on it, and yeah, was, and then was like, Yep, I'm into this band, yeah, mm.
2: but yeah, they're doing well. That's Super cool, man. Cool. No, yeah. absolutely. And those are the events, like that's not, you know, like that's it's they're not going to come back with the same spin that the 80s would have had, like if a band went out to to no. to, to mm-hmm. Japan in in the 80s their friends wouldn't know exactly what was happening every minute. Like I yeah. know Colin had fucking deep fried squid at right. the festival because yeah. he posted three it, pictures it, of it I and did. somebody commented on it. And yeah, and the, does that
1: take the allure away from it? Well,
2: maybe, it? you know, uh, you know, it's, I talked to, um, well, a couple of weeks ago, Ashes of Soma played at, uh, Walkerville theater. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know them all super personally, but we've been in the same, you know, studio space and we've mm-hmm. we've shot the shit and especially when they first started they they were being played on eighty nine x and a lot and they were like man my friends that i went to high school with you know they think we're the biggest shit like yeah you're on the radio you're doing it. and it's like yeah and they're doing and they're doing their their thing and they're doing great yeah playing at dte yeah it's they're cool. playing yeah. there almost every summer like it's a
0: different environment now for sure. yeah. definitely a different environment
2: but I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's funny. Perception is, is, is a fickle thing, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. you know, and, and online you can do a lot of fun stuff with that.
1: So what have you done? Have you ever really done, like, uh, with the Locusts, anything beyond Montreal?
2: No, Montreal is as far as, far as, as we've as been. As yeah, yeah mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You know, it's just transportation. I know. But I know, getting, like, getting Andrew's six taking people. the
1: guys out to the East Coast and yeah. stuff. like it's, yeah. I know it's. Doable. I've been I've i out
0: there as well. Yeah. And another thing that we've been trying to tease out, at least like, not necessarily on the podcast, but just between Derek and I, have had millions of conversations. Like, what sort of regional influences uh, are there, and especially in Ontario, because it's such a like what did you call the satellite, like or
1: outpost? Uh, outpost. I think. Yeah. Was yeah. Out, so.
0: Like each each town is its own little outpost almost. Like that's that's how it developed. Yeah. And so, do you think that Windsor has Kind of a sound. Totally, like, you, yeah.
2: Totally, yeah. yeah. Man, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's tougher.
0: Yeah, it is. You it's know, a little, and it's more it's, industrial. Almost, there's something yeah. weird. Yeah, and so,
2: I think there's something that's. Uh, I think there's, and some may see it as better or worse. I think there's something American. Oh yeah, that's, yep. that's it. part of it. Yep. Which sure. I, I up, which I have no problem with. No, yeah. I mean, growing up with I, our
1: radios, the, ah, we we my were
2: God so good as kids. <laughs> good radio. I never, radio I never knew life.
1: until I left.
2: Cancon? I had no clue what the hell Cancon. <laughs> I had no clue what Con was and why it's stifling to other people. Yeah, right. Yeah, I never, like, seriously. I never
1: knew until I left Windsor, and I'm like, wow, the radio here really sucks. Yeah. Like, and I thought the radio sucked in Windsor because I was like, yeah. I've heard the tragically hit like forty seven times. <laughs> but then I left and I was like, Fuck, I had it good. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, only in only in Windsor, Detroit, you know, like you can you can support like three classic rock channels. <laughs> like how many Motown. Hip hop, Motown. Yeah. It's just and oh, absolutely. Um I'll take this opportunity to talk about I'm reading um uh, turn right, turn left.
1: Gurn's book. Yes. Oh, I've been dying to get it. Go pick. Where'd it you up, get pick it? Pick it
2: up by Amazon. It was delivered to my house oh. in like two days. I was
1: just like, I'll wait till next time I go to Montreal. I'll yeah. go to Grumpy's <laughs> and I'll buy it from the man himself. Yeah, so it's right, it's yeah I know. Guy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. what is what is what is this? I have no idea what this is. It's the guy from the United Steelworkers of Montreal. Yeah. Okay. The band's now broken up, and he wrote a book about the experience of touring the country, touring okay. Canada.
2: Turn left or turn right, turn left. Uh, the the touring Canadian indie band.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh yeah, it's just his thoughts on on going through. And he starts in Newfoundland. He basically maps he basically he does maps it like, out yeah the ideal tour. But then like associates like so each town kinda has
1: he has his has had his experiences yeah, in all these places. So he'll
2: put it all in and so I'm first going through it and you know it starts out east and then it cuts and that goes into Ontario and I was like, oh, I'll see if Windsor's in there. You know, like, oh, yeah. Uh, so I got oh, shit, it's not in there. Oh, well, whatever. So I'm reading through, and then I'm, I'm flipping through again, and it was in the lower half, because you, go, yeah, this yeah. you yeah. go this way, and then you go this way, and then you hit down there. You go down, yeah. And he wrote a very nice little chapter about Windsor, Ontario, where, he, where he actually, uh, you know, you talk about the Windsor sound. He, mm-hmm. uh, What did he say? He said, he said, you you're you're happy to see that uh Windsor has their big boy pants on. Yeah. Uh he said uh, oh, they wow. actually they actually <laughs> even have their they actually have their own sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he Pretty much like we just said, you know, like a, a little
1: harder edged, a little. This is such mm-hmm. validation because, um, like, it's it, a, I, I've always believed it to be yeah, true. Yeah. But me too. I But everybody I know who's like, yes, of course, Windsor has their own sound. Is somebody who's from Windsor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And to hear <laughs> Gern, who actually he's a brilliant man. He's been doing this for like, you know, two he's decades, honest. and I've... and he never lies to you. Like he's mm-hmm. given me so much advice, just over, from the other side of a bar. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. To hear that from him means yeah. a lot. Well, yeah, I, think- I wish I
2: would. I wish. I Well, you go buy it. You go buy it. But yeah, I'm gonna go get it. From I should have brought it. I, I brought yeah. it because it at was Grumpy's. the show we played with them uh, at Fog. Mm-hmm. He talks about Fog, and Tom came in, yeah. and I just said, "Oh, here, just sit down. You know, <laughs> you know, read it." And uh and he he's, he's like, he nailed it. Yeah. yeah, you know, like even like at the very end, it's like. You go back, you, you, you check into a motel, you check into a hotel and spend every penny you made. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, but, but it's Friday night. It's Friday night. Windsor has surprised you and you will be back as soon as you figure oh. out, yeah. as soon as you figure out how to make it financially viable. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> funny because like, I,
0: I didn't, now. I didn't grow up in Windsor, right? So when I, when I came down here for, for university at around 18 years old, like I noticed right away, there was a cultural shift of mm-hmm. some kind. It's a different kind of Ontario city. I mean, mm. it's not quite Canadian. It's, it's not quite American. It's this weird sort of uh, isolated culture in and of itself. And I th- I feel yeah. like musicians feed feed off each other. Yeah. I mean, I know like my if I had to name my two or three biggest influences, I would Ron Leary would be among them sure. for one. So like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm bringing in these influences one, one from of mine's people right definitely here. One of Max. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Max Kenneth McLeod is another so one of mine. Good. So. Same thing, you know, like you're, you, if we're all feeding off each
1: other and inspiring each other, there's going to be some regional sound mm-hmm. at some yeah, point. Absolutely. It's a natural product of that, of, mm-hmm. of people respecting each other in the community and listening absolutely. to each other, it naturally is going to result in this, you know, it's like a, it's like a, I don't know. Well, and there, and there is, there is an
2: isolation that we, because w-
1: petri dish that's what i was going for yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a petri dish <laughs> and these bacterial cultures are mingling and becoming evolving Absolutely. into a new thing mm-hmm.
2: and you know what i blame london <laughs> you I know i
0: blame london too yeah because you know
2: what that it cuts us off man <laughs> yeah you nobody like, drives drives london, wins. london sucks so bad yep. that nobody wants to go nobody past comes that. past it yeah so it's like... And it's true well, of business
1: as well. It's true of good beer too. It's true of like yeah. everything. Nobody wants no, to deal... Nobody wants to go past Ontario London. ends at London.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like if London was better, people would want to go to London and then like, fuck it. We'll
1: Let's just go, go the extra hour yeah. and a half to Windsor. Like, yeah. But... Every fuck. once in a while you meet the, you meet that person who's fuck, like, you're from Windsor? You're, uh, where's that? Yeah. I like, go oh, south of London. And they're like, what? There's, there's something there's out a there? There's south of London... <laughs> Well, I think that too. That uh, you know,
0: to give Fogg and and Tom and Frank some some love, oh, they've yeah. been huge in bringing these these bands, these out of town bands, into the city. Yeah, Tom and- is central to that. Yeah, I mean, like, just his ability to convince these big bands. I mean, like, if you look at Juno Award winners oh, for the lights. past, you know, for the like, past 10 years. They've all played at Fog. They've all played at Fog, like, <laughs> yeah. before anybody knew who they yeah, were. Yeah, when they were nobodies. You know, and like, I know that sounds so hipster. But at the same time, I, I think that that has rejuvenated Windsor's music scene. Absolutely. I mean, or it has kept it alive. as those venues that where people are willing to bring yeah. those out-of-town bands yeah. in to get people out to the bars and being inspired by other musicians.
2: And I think with Windsor, like... If you can impress a Windsor crowd, mm-hmm. they fucking you give have you, trust. You, they, you And they, they love y- you. They give you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you're doing yeah. it right, yeah. Windsor will be like, cool.
1: We have a yeah. good We're audience. In it. You
2: know, like like you, you take Schaumburg, Schaumburg Fair. Mm-hmm. Like we've we we hosted them so many times mm-hmm. and they, they toured Canada, all this kind of stuff. But they always love playing fog. And mm-hmm. they did it right. They had a great time and fuck, man, last Mm -hmm. time I saw them in Windsor, they were playing at the Capitol Theater. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like, that's great. Because it could have been... They could have shown up on an off night Mm -hmm. where it was like,
0: you know... Five people in bug,
2: Five people and, (laughs) and, oh, you're going to be playing with this emo band and then you're going to play with this uh, punk band and then this metal band is going to headline the the show. So it's like, none of that... like. You can you can put a show. A smart promoter can put together a show in Windsor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, you're a new indie rock band. Okay, cool. So I'll find I the know right a band fit for you. Boom! I'll grab yeah. you this right. band mm-hmm. and then that. Oh, you know, you guys are playing the the
1: roots music there.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the banjos, yeah. And whatnot. So <laughs> like when I came down
1: in February, I did a little bit of a winter tour with this guy called Bryce Jardine. And uh, we came to Fog, and uh, he. There was, you know, it was okay. There wasn't a lot of people there, but you know, everybody comes in, they pay. People yeah. are happy to pay. That and was And awesome. you know, and they mm-hmm. buy drinks, and Tom's happy, and, and Tom just is, like, he, at the end of the tour, Price and I were kind of having our post mortem and talking about what mm-hmm. happened, and he's like, "That man, I just can't get over Tom. Like, <laughs> he's a ball mm-hmm. of energy. I can't get over that. the fact that he." every other bar we play at it's like oh you're the band okay yeah go over here and uh and then tom's mm. like hey hey come on El, can I get you drink oh. and he's just like tom's so actively invested in music happening at fog mm-hmm. and nobody else is doing that and like he's not even oh. a
0: musician i remember like i remember when i first found that out when i first met him and found out oh, you're not a musician why do you care uh, when i found <laughs> you
2: know? out he said he told me he opened because he's a sport, right? Mm-hmm. He love he's he's yeah. a jock guy, mm-hmm. and he 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 opened a bar downtown because his buddies were gonna come over and they were gonna watch the game, mm-hmm. la la la. But he moved into Fog yeah. or moved into what the it, old eclectic, Yeah. He moved like, into yeah. the old yeah, Amsterdam or whatever. And it was. for some reason, fucking the artists and the musicians couldn't leave that space alone. Yeah. yeah, like there's something haunting about that space that is just. Mm-hmm. No matter who buys it, it's going to be a live music venue. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, big time. Like, I've played it when it was Fog. I played it at it when it was Lift. I played at it when it was the Eclectic. I played at it when it was the Eclectic One. <laughs> the, no, so it was Eclectic One, Eclectic Two. There was something in between Lift
0: and Eclectic Was it nothing and, Amsterdam? Or was that a different place? No, the oh, Amsterdam was on Polisher. That's think. where Sky Lounge was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, different. Okay. Yeah,
2: right. And. It had so many, yeah, so many different, and then Fog, boom, yeah, yeah, like Lift was insane, like I was. That's before
0: my time. I wasn't here oh, for that. I've I have heard stories.
2: I was playing with Theory of Everything at the time, and it was like they invited us to there. Was, uh, there was a festival going on that was between Milk and uh, Lift. Okay. So it was like one of those
1: closed street band thing.
2: plays here, band yeah. plays there, band plays here, and we show up staggered, and, and Cliff and Dave love to party they love to fucking pour booze on the bar and light it on fire oh. <laughs> and they love to give away free drinks and maybe that's why they yeah mm. oh big time so we showed up <laughs> and we showed up and uh i don't know i didn't have a car nobody in the band had a car we no. we were we were using other gear we just yeah. had our, our guitars and stuff mm-hmm. so we we're like right. he's like all right we got free draft beer for you guys we're like oh like, how many? Like, two? Two or three? <laughs> He's like, no. Free draft beer. <laughs> so we, we're like, ah, 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 chugging, 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 and then we go up and play. And Theory was loud. We were yeah. like kind of like proggy, medley, mm-hmm. kind
1: of... And, uh, what you're bringing back now with your seven-minute long? Totally, <laughs> totally. No, that's totally me. That's, it's like me <laughs> trying to validate, validate egg. to my, past, to, my past, to my past to my past to my past
2: brethren. I'm like, I want to be able to show them and be like,
1: this oh, is for see, you guys. See
2: that crazy? See that time change? Yeah, that went from like sixteen eight to uh, thirty three
1: three. <laughs> <laughs> Da, da. <laughs> oh this is hitting me in all the right spots the band of who's, the band I own the most CDs of is Jethro Tull oh excellent Great. still
0: that hasn't changed eh
1: <laughs> well I don't buy I don't really buy CDs anymore I buy records now I, I still don't own the Jethro Tull vinyl Oh,
2: uh, see I had I had a lot of Jethro Tull vinyl because at one point I had a uh, I had a philosophy of I will obtain music on any medium as long as it's cheap like the cheapest one right so, if it's cheapest to buy it on tape, I'll buy, You'll it, buy on it on tape. tape. Mm. Uh, if it's cheap, if I go to Dr. Disc and there's a used copy of like, You're gonna get you know, that. yeah, thick yeah. as a brick, It's that's what I'm, that's my Zappa. Mm. Actually, I, a lot of my Zappa collection was vinyl because I found used vinyl mm-hmm. for like, you know, $3. Yeah, right? so cheap. The mm-hmm. CDs were
0: like 40 bucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but So, the theory of everything, did that overlap with Locusts or was that like, no, there was no uh, no overlap.
2: That was that was the last big change in my life. I or that was the, the. I was working at a at a Greasy Spoon. Baker's Bar and Grill, best fucking clubhouses in this city. Damn, swear to God. <laughs> you guys still? You still vegetarian? No. Okay, yeah, last that was, was, that was, that was for like we, a month or something. Okay, no, <laughs> no, it was it was a year. Okay, because oh, okay. to, to the day. <laughs> okay, because when yeah, it that, was a bet. Okay, that was how long ago it was. I remember just being that fast, was a long time. Ago. I I was so fascinated by your
0: uh, uh, vegetarianism. You you know your, your, your will. <laughs> <laughs> I am just, a strong, I, was like, I am a strong willed person. I used yeah, to make I used to make chicken risotto and eat it in front of him just to like, <laughs> <laughs> just be like yeah you want to eat this yeah you when, can <laughs> were you the bet. No, no, no it was my was. friend. Okay. no, but my friend I wanted Spoon. I wanted him to lose. I really did. I really did. <laughs>
1: my friend Spoon and he won. I lo- I lost. Oh, I see, get, after a scared? year I was like No, he's not anymore, but he was for a long time.
0: He was for a long time, yeah.
1: yeah. That was I just the will behind it. Like
2: he lived in the in Vancouver? Or he yeah, lived- Spoon was in Vancouver.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like
2: Yeah, I was in Montreal. He's, he's we, we're not both, here.
1: We're both from Harrow. Yeah. But, but I'm yeah. like,
2: he's not here. You could have a steak and be like, "Oh my god, this arugula is just driving me crazy." <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, cuz it's not about that. It's it's about I, I'm almost in competition no. with myself at that no, point. No, I know. I'm not I don't want to let myself down. <laughs> and Derek
0: That's does this hilarious. thing where he just doesn't he really doesn't want to lose. Mm. No. He gets it in his mind that
1: he's going to do major. a thing. And really it, and it is all about me. It's all about impressing myself. I don't care what anybody else thinks. <laughs> I want to beat myself at things. Um, uh, sorry, the right. theory of everything... How do we get on meat? I
2: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just no, best clubhouse in Windsor. Right. Because yeah, 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 <laughs> like, what's the point of a best clubhouse if you can't ever have it? Well, they're not, they're, they're, the that two, doesn't exist anymore. Though. The That's, two prominent things are turkey and bacon, right? But does yeah. it? Is it still open? Oh, it is, yeah. <gasps> oh, oh it's, go. it's doing good. And I'll tell you what, man, the cook there is Heck,
1: awesome.
2: Never been. So I was working there. And uh, I didn't like my job. Hmm. I was good at it. But uh, Tallulah Cafe was going to open. Mm-hmm. Um, now this is going nine years back. Right. And I said, okay. Linda worked with my wife and uh, was looking for a cook. And for some reason, I don't know. Like I, I saw it as the most ridiculous idea ever. We sat back and we were like going through the for menu you to cook, or for the cafe. Just to for open. the cafe, I was like, "Man, this is insane."
0: That's ironic. It's like one of the most popular cafes. in the Absolutely, city now. <laughs> no,
1: absolutely. This is where I'm. <laughs> but I guess dumb not, shit. You I know? guess nothing like it was around at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely not. It was, not a it was, it was before
0: model. the whole organic, oh, you know, yeah. vegan, vegan foodie movement. Th- yeah, yeah. It right. was before
2: Walkerville was a thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at the time. Uh, Kat Nandu was on the corner right. uh, Erica was, you know the the girls had to chase uh, prostitutes off the corner uh, mm-hmm. you know like th- th- I... this neighborhood used to not be awesome and whatever I, I, I'll leave the walker
1: right <laughs> uh, we can go in and... but uh, okay so
2: I quit my job at Baker's and then that night we had practice and I mean things with just, theory with theory and it was just you know, it was a long time that we'd been playing, and mm-hmm. and I quit my I quit my band you the quit, exact yeah. same night. You, you, du- you, you, you quit your job, down. and you quit your band. I quit my job, and I quit my <laughs> band. This is, Okay, this is going into the promo for <laughs> yeah, our podcast. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I went away. We went away to Mexico for a week. You and Erica? So, yeah, we sat on a beach, and uh, I came back, and I had four weeks off. I had four You're weeks off to do nothing. Before taking over at Toluva. yeah. yeah. And so all I did was write songs, cause I had it set in my brain that I, I, you know what, like, I have these tunes, I have a concept of of a sound of a sound, uh, which has changed. Well, oh, of course, you know my original idea. You know, I mean, it was gonna be Tom Waits. Like, yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are there, oh, they are there. <laughs> 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 but It would have fit right in Montreal. And like. you know what? It took it took Tom Waits to. to 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 set me on a good path because he claimed uh he said oh yeah he said uh when i set out to write uh fuck one one of the albums he was like oh when i set out to write fish no it was it was one of the the what's the alice and blood money he's like oh Oh, now when i set out to write blood money he was like oh i wanted to i wanted it to sound like a harry belafonte album he goes (laughs) And He goes, it's perfect because I could never sound like Harry Belafonte. <laughs> and so that's I, why it's such a you. Yeah. You so end I end up
1: creating something new by necessity. Yeah. So I was like, you
2: know what? I don't have the gravelly voice. I don't yeah. have the you know. I don't have the weird uh, clanking yeah. disposition. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, but you know, in the beginning, it was like, what would Tom Waits do? Yeah. But when I when, when it would go through me, there was no way it could sound like Tom Waits. Yeah there's mm-hmm. no way like that's right. so <laughs> it was cool so it it, it became something
0: else and...
1: that's such a fascinating perspective like now i want to pick people that i can listen mm. like
0: and yeah see what happens yeah so. seriously so like you want to do a, an album like Brian wilson there you
1: go oh no <laughs> it's not really my thing <laughs> well that's the, the point rolling right? stones oh there you go well, let's yeah. let, let's try to write a rolling stones album yeah, performed write a, by r- this guy who's write a, se- <laughs> <laughs> write a sexy rolling stones
2: album <laughs> So,
0: so the locust then it was it was your your brainchild. Like you went and assembled a band and sort of said, "This is what I want to do." Yep.
2: Yep. First album uh, went in. uh, Lucky, lucky enough, uh, Luke Pilott, who was playing drums with Theory of Everything, caught on with what I was doing, and at the very beginning, like he was like, "I want in on that," which is the best thing you could ask for mm-hmm. when you're starting a project yeah well, yeah like sure. to have to have the promise of an amazing drummer is mm-hmm. so relieving it's mm-hmm. like okay cool mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Paul Lonkey uh, he was living across the street from me I've known him for years we, we played in separate bands we played in uh, we played in a band previous to Locus uh, he had just bought a stand-up bass <laughs> and he was like, I think this could lend itself to that. To that vibe. Yeah, I just used to go over to his house and teach him like uh, you know, I was writing two song two chord songs. Yeah. Two song chords. <laughs> two song chords. <laughs> um Yeah, and we played as a three piece. Uh the album itself was recorded. I had um fuck, I had like Nancy Drew from Luxury Christ, do a diatribe, mm-hmm. uh Trevor Malcolm from uh Luxury Christ and uh and the butthole surfers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, and I just had all these people playing with me and Lee Wallace mm-hmm. mixed and mastered the album for me. The first? Yeah. Oh, and so uh way back. he he actually mastered my first solo album polaroids and other little visions which I have is, that album. yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's a strange album. one i yeah. haven't i haven't listened to it for a while i
0: think i picked that up from you at a show like Whew. a long time ago yeah that was like <laughs> that was like blank cds with like yeah, I, yeah with that's, marker that's on what it, it is.
2: you know i think i i think i even like <laughs> did some squiggly lines so it's a, get a good design and i was but yeah uh i should go back and listen to that, but. that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Tallulah and, and, and Locust actually run rather parallel in my life. Both of which they have proven successful. Proven successful. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You know. And uh, it was it was hilarious because I was I was the jerk that was completely proven wrong. Mm-hmm. With especially with Tallulah, it was just like, yeah, wow, the way, it and it
0: panned yeah. out. Oh my gosh. So you've been you've been working there a long time then. Yeah, so that's where well, you come from from the years. very beginning. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah day yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and that's it. Yeah,
2: when I when I and you're still there. When I look back, yeah, I mean, even the first day we had a lineup up at the door. <laughs> wow,
1: that amazes me.
2: Wow. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. But you know what, Linda's just an amazing community person. Yeah. You know, like she. Well, that's
0: a good idea too. I mean, the, the live music works so well there. You know, it's it's, it's a just a, it's it. a great
2: space. That is my absolute favorite spot to play acoustically Mm
1: -hmm. so lee lee did the album or mixed mastered it and uh, that did he then did he play on the first one he
2: played he added stuff okay
1: he had the he had the tracks
2: and he 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 heard stuff Mm -hmm. that was missing and did it it and then kind of was like hey bud i uh check this out um, (laughs) uh no he was very like oh i you know, I don't want to overstep my boundaries, but I thought this might it, sound cool, and I was—it did. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay, great." And uh, Adam Michaelchuck, who recorded the first album, he's—he's—he's he's, he's constant in my life as well. He's always—I yeah. mean, uh, he was around in the theory of everything days, playing mm-hmm. in other bands. We used to share rehearsal spaces. Mm-hmm. Sound, he worked sound at uh, Avalon Front forever. Yep. Yeah, that's right He did. and. Uh, yeah, he said. Oh, he's like, you know what? Because we were playing, and we were just like a rhythm section with like vocals. You know, like we were all seriously just like dun 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 dun, and then like me just like monotone.
1: Da, 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 da. That sounds like my childhood <laughs> <laughs> '90s, hanging out at the Gino A. Marcus in the Underground.
2: <laughs> and yeah, he was like, "You should get some melody in there," you know. Yeah. he was like, you, "You should get Lee," and uh, yeah.
1: So Lee ended up joining.
2: Lee ended up joining, mm. and
0: uh, Lee that... Lee's so interesting because he brings more of the rock element to things, right? Oh, like, yeah, because absolutely. he's he's very much to me like a rock guitarist, but. Mm -hmm. The way, like he, 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 almost in a way defines that that sound that you guys have, just that sort of like heavier, like faster paced sound. Like he's such a, he's He's, so good, and that energy, yeah, like with the with the afro bouncing around as he's playing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And he looks like a
2: rock guy. Yeah, he's got the look as well. I don't know if you guys have ever been around, like on some of the nights that him and Andrew do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Where it's like. uh, You know, maybe five, six people there. Mm-hmm. Guess what Lee Wallace is doing? The <laughs> same exact thing. same yeah. thing he was doing last night at the Walkerville Theater <laughs> with like, you know, 400 people in front of him. It yeah. was like, he's and he does it at practice. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, the that's, energy that's, <laughs> that's like, just like, oh, can I have some of that? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Well, you can tell you can he, bring, he brings the rest like of you that. guys up. Because I mean, oh, yeah. I feel like you're all pretty soft spoken people for the most yeah. part, but yeah but you get on stage and it's just this different this different thing. So that that's evolved over time too because I, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. a time where it was much more acoustic driven folk based. Sure. You know yeah. and, and now now it's this high energy every song is is you know melting your face almost. It's like yeah. this, this <laughs> like melding of rock and folk in 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 such a
1: way. It and is high know, energy. I, yeah. I don't remember when I met when I would have met you for the first time, but I know the first time I remember the first time I heard about Locust have no king <laughs> was when you won JAMIE awards when i was in university yes. like my mm-hmm. first year jammies. of university i was hanging out with kate hargreaves mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah the locust one yeah and i'm like the locust that's the locust have no king that's a really long name for a band <laughs> That's your yeah. first
0: criticism of the pit. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it true. is. It is a <laughs> mouthful. A really I was
1: like, I'm not gonna go see them play because the name's too long. Yeah, and if <laughs> no. and if
2: you look at the URL in any sort of like band camp or anything that we have, it's like it kind of looks like the locust shave no king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: so so that was like so you 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 know you won that year and that was yeah. six years ago now or something. Yeah, we so, won the
2: first two years that we were in in. In uh, existence, yeah, we won the first two two years. But even since then, there's just been such a
1: change. Oh like, yeah, you, you, oh fuck, man.
2: You you you
1: reached a level of tightness that like.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Nate Nate said to me yesterday after the show. He was like, "I was like, man, fucking you guys are tight." And he's like, "I was watching you guys, and I'm just like thinking about middle sister shows, I'm like." Well, okay, well, fuck. <laughs> Let's play a thousand. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, fuck. I'll get tighter. I swear to God. <laughs> no, it's just you know what? It's it, It's repetition, man. That's it. Yeah, time. you've been yeah. doing it long enough and, with the same group of people. And 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 I think it's fun too because we all don't mind. We still don't mind playing these tunes. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, I, you you're know, not it's, bored it's, of them. Yeah, yeah. That's key. It is and you know what and and you wanna keep stuff fresh, you wanna keep stuff going, but it's like the fact that we've been playing a song for, you know, whatever and we still get off playing it. Yeah. Like we don't even like at practices we're not even just like, Well let's just skip that one. No, no, nah, no. Uh, done, we know it's, that it's one. Like, we know that one. It's like we yeah. we know we we owe something to the performance that we have coming up. That's good. You know, and it's like everybody's on board with that. It's like, okay, well, the next show is the most important thing. All right. And it doesn't matter that we nailed it the last show. So let's it doesn't mean, do what you know. we can.
1: So who came after Lee? Who was next?
2: Uh, well, after Lee was in the band, we were playing as a four-piece. Luke went out west. Mm-hmm. Luke went out west, so we lost a drummer. Enter Adam Michael Chuck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, recorded the first album, recorded the recent album.
0: Uh, he sat in on drums mm-hmm. for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. I think that's where I entered in. Yeah. Where I first saw you guys was, was with Adam on drums. And it was just
2: just after Adam joined that uh, Tara came in. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's strange. I, I went to grade school and high school with Tara. And I probably met her when I was about 25. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, it's, or maybe, maybe a second to realize. Maybe even like, yeah, like maybe even like, yeah, 27, 28. Like I, I didn't, she's younger. She's younger than I am then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, she's a lot different than she, (laughs) once I saw, once I saw a yearbook picture of her, I said, oh, I kind of remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's,
0: cha- she's changed a lot from what I understand. Totally.
2: <laughs> well, her and I, her and I met, um, I don't know, we were just doing like, we, we got, you know, wrangled in doing a, an art show. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we need some acoustic players, so we're going to get Tara Watts and Dave Dubois, you know, and uh, hung out, whatever, had a good time. And uh, started running into one another quite a bit. Like uh, I think we were doing when she finally—I think when we asked her to join the band, because we, we were like, "Oh, you know, you'd be good for this." Like I think <laughs> first thing we did with her was asked her to come up. We remember the Jesus and Mary Chain song with it's uh, Hope Sandoval from Mazzy Star. Mm-hmm. Uh some sometimes always or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Mhm. Again all yeah, I yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, cuz she had that like such a a darkness to her voice, you know. So mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, man, we should do that song. So that was the first song Lo- yeah. locust would, all right, we'd like to bring up Tara Watts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it, you know, and like maybe the 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 female vocal for Slow Train or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh we ended up at a uh, one of those cancer run things, you know, like it, uh, what's the, the around the park. Uh,
0: oh, shit. <laughs> sort any orgasm. Oh. oh, Terry Fox run or something? No, no, it uh, was a,
2: it was a, it was a breast cancer thing, I believe. Okay. Run, they do. run
0: for the cure. Run, yeah. Know. Something like but that. But it was
2: one of those things where they keep, they keep, you, you get a team together and you go around the track and they make a big right. party of it. You dress all in pink and okay. la la la. And they had live music, mm-hmm. and we were going up there. We had no drummer. Adam was like, "I'm not fucking doing that show." It was like <laughs> it was gonna be at like two o'clock in the morning or uh, something. What? Oh yeah, no, because it was like an all all wow. day all night thing. So they it were trying to like... keep the party going. Okay. And uh, so yeah, we asked Tara. We were like, "All right, well, she was playing, and we were playing." Yeah. And uh, they ended up scoring big because they had like this cover band that was just killing it the cover band ended up playing for three hours. (laughs) Like, I think we seriously went on at like two o'clock in the morning and, uh, (laughs) but we just hung out all night, Mm. you know, like Mm -hmm. you're, you're you're the musicians behind the stage and you're like sitting there smoking cigarettes at a cancer thing. And you're like, just keep this, keep this quiet, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we asked her to join the band and she started coming to practices Mm -hmm. and then, uh, Joey we met uh, Joey used to play with Lee. Joey and Lee went to high school together. Okay. Uh they played in a band Butterfield Gateway. And uh Joey was writing for Upfront Magazine. No, mm-hmm. oh, I remember. He was doing that. some yeah. of that kind of it was, stuff. Uh, and he wrote Dave,
0: Derek Rustin's thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah.
2: And uh he would write really nice things about Locust. He wrote like it was this really great show. And uh he, it was always funny to me because he was, you know, this punk dude and stuff, and he was, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and he would just always show up, and he would love it, and then so he would just show up, and I asked him to join, and he loved it, so mm-hmm. and got and that the- was that was when the family was complete, yeah. like it was like once we did and it. So that when way, when did Joey join? Uh, two thousand nine. So two thousand ten. It's been, it's been like, six years. Then yeah. six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's when it, yeah, that's when it, like, all of a sudden, you know, like, road trips became hilarious. And, yeah. like, yeah, that's when, like, we started, like, meeting you, that's when, yeah, people you like know? you. And, and like, yeah. and, like I, I still am
1: flabbergasted by that, man. You're, that was so, so nice. <laughs> I was just, I loved Grumpies. I was new to Montreal. And, like, I just, and I, believe you know, I still love the Windsor scene. I missed it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, fuck, let's party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That too? laughs> tune
0: you wanna do a song oh Tunes, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay. this song is called What Will Dry Your Eyes in the interest of inclusion,
4: intro seems so vague while half a dozen authors words fall wasted lazy slowly down the drain I guess I tried, you know I lied I held my breath, pointed at the sky I hold these words to sacred vows, And keep them close until the day I die A shelf in a pawn shop Banjo sits on two. While the broker and the poet's son And tell the secrets to the moon. I pay my dues. I tie my shoes. I close my eyes. Nothing left to lose. I take what I've been given and I. will Fate. They get only of his brother's fault, another other poor decisions that he made Well he made his bed, he washed his head, he turned his back and left them all for dead Still he finds it honor when he thinks about the last few things he said
0: That was Dave Dubois from the band The Locusts Have No King, a Windsor staple. Uh, they've been around the scene here for a very long time, as you heard in that interview. And uh, it was really important for Derek and I to uh, to to finally get someone from Windsor on the podcast, as both of us have our roots in that city. Dave is one of my absolute favorite people uh, in this scene. He's always been so warm and kind with me. Uh, when I first entered the music scene here in Windsor, you know, I was a precocious 21-year-old who barely knew how to play guitar and uh, and he was one of the first people who who sort of took me under his wing a little bit and kind of showed me around. Uh, i really I always felt like he he really cared about the scene. He really cared about young musicians and it was it was really uh, really good to have him around when i when I first came up in the scene about uh, eight, nine years ago. So where can you find Dave's music? Well, you can find it at facebook.com dot slash the locusts have no king with periods between each of those words. Uh, i Not sure if they have a Bandcamp page. I can't seem to find it, but search around. Google them. They've been around a long time. They've got a lot of YouTube videos up, and uh, keep an eye out if you're in the Windsor area or even in in the Toronto area as they sometimes make some trips up the 401, and uh, if you get a chance to catch them, they are one of the best live bands I've seen in a really long time. In two weeks, what do we have for you in two weeks? Well, uh, we don't really know yet. We haven't actually recorded the next episode, but uh, that will be happening at some point within the next week, So keep your eyes on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash iqmjpod, and Twitter at iqmjpod, and also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash iquitmyjob, dashes between each of those words. Keep your eye on all those spots, and check us out on on iTunes. Uh, You can subscribe, you can rate, you can review us, you can do all that stuff, and we'll let you know. As soon as we know who's going to be on the next episode, we will let you know. Just uh, one more thing before we let you go as well. Uh, Derek and I are playing a show together at uh, Fog Lounge in Windsor, Ontario on June the 20th. That's a Saturday night. Uh, My band, Diane Motel, is headlining the night. And Kitchener's Luke McKeelson, who you might remember from episode one of this podcast, or excuse me, episode two of this podcast. Uh, He'll be there as well as another Kitchener band, Tree Phones, and of course, Derek opening up the night. So if you're in the Windsor area or you want to take a drive down here, uh, it's a good night to do it. Uh, it's, it's a good time of year to come to Windsor, so do that. It's on June 20th, Saturday at 10 p.m., and it's $10. So again, don't know who it's going to be in two weeks, but it'll be somebody great, and uh, we'll see you then. I quit my job. I quit my job. I quit my job.
2: I'm free today.